mean you can have it all. Shout! I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. We are good together everywhere you go. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM, a number of affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Bewa Radio in Karaga, Bedering FM in Bumpurugu, Fafa Radio in Georgia, Swiss FM in Ho, and Radio Justice in Tamale. We are also live on Twitter Spaces. We are on Facebook and myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. Also sponsored by Petrosol, your clean floor in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. This afternoon, Education Minister sets in motion processes to sanction heads of schools violating laydown procedures in the ongoing BECE, including the Buduata headmaster who deprived two final year students from writing the exams. Why are exams? Since they are free and they are free in their high school. BEC, a free. Wasi, a free. Why is the exam is free at the free senior high school? BEC is also free. We'll deal with him. We'll ask him why he collected the money. We have more as he assures money's old work will be paid soon following the exams body's disclosure that its operation has been crippled by debt. We'll also take you to the Ashanti region where a husband prevented his wife from writing the exams. Today there was an incident that a lady is married and then the husband doesn't want her to come and write the exams so she did not come. Also in this package, Member of Parliament for Ningo Pram Pram accuses the Chopoli Police Command of failing to prosecute some police officers caught stealing building materials worth $7 million at the abandoned Saglami housing project. At 1 a.m., so-called police officers with a Kia Bongo truck had loaded tiles, sanitary wares, toilet bowls and all from their sites. We took them to the Chopoli Police Station. From there, we marched them on to the Tema Regional Command. That case has died. We have details as he vows to fight against trespassing on the abandoned project. Also this afternoon, after several pushbacks, UTAG accepts organized labor's decision to allow government to restructure some 31 billion cities of pension funds through a new agreement. And that is why we said that in the current terms, as we saw the document, then it will be good for us to accept it in this current state. Danny has sports. Asante Kotoko head coach Prosper Nate Ugum warns his team may not be ready in time for the start of the new Ghana football season due to limited pre-season preparations. And endorsements galore. Ministers, chiefs and founding members begin to openly throw weights behind preferred candidates in MPP with barely three weeks to the Superdelegates Congress. <laughs> But really, how relevant are these endorsements? Relevant is in the matter of whether people will believe. One is credibility. One is just that a lot of people are going that way. We'll also hear from the leadership of the NPP Plus why a deputy minister has abandoned the vice president for Alan Sherman saying that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apau and this is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details.
Many thanks for your company. We settle for the details now in school heads culpable of various offences in the ongoing basic education certificate examination BCE will be sanctioned including the Buduata DA Junior High School headmaster who deprived two final year students of his school from participating in the examination. Well, this is because he embezzled their registration fees. Richard Ahunyagbe failed to register the pupils who were left stranded on Monday when they found out that their names weren't part of the list. Education Minister Dr. Yao Seyeduchum, upon hearing the news, has already directed the Ghana Education Service to sanction him. He spoke on Jasun Sim on our sister station, Adum FM. Why exams? Since they're free and they're free in their high school. BEC, a free. What's a free? Why exam is free and the free senior high school. BEC is also free. What's is also free. I heard that a headmaster had collected monies from some candidates. The headmaster must have extorted parents of these people. I will meet with Wayek on it. Also, the Ghana Education Service will deal with him. We'll ask him why he collected the monies because we pay Wayek directly despite the economic challenges and nobody is supposed to pay. His matter is very serious. For BEC, any wasi, or be our public school, be anyhow to your school fees, or to your registration fees. And the only last time they are super. Well, he's also been commenting on the arrears owed Waek. The minister indicated that they began processes uh, to make those payments. It comes after Waek's head of public relations, John Capi, disclosed that only 10.5 million CDs of the amount owed has been released to conduct the examinations. But he indicates that the amount won't be enough to pay for marking of the papers. For the past two years, yes, we've experienced this. We've had to go back and forth. Um, we are promised monies and then we have to wait uh, for the money to be brought again. As I speak, we also have about uh, 9.9 million citizen areas for what 2022. Literally, it's been hand to mouth. I mean, as and when funds are brought in, we look at areas that are urgent and then we settle those ones and wait until we get another tranche of payment from the government. Well, again, for the worst years, we've been able to print. We are still in the process of printing some of the papers. We would be able to conduct the exam, but then the processes that will go on from there would require some further funds from the government. But the education minister is assuring why is remaining arrears will be settled. I met with Wayek yesterday. Last week, we paid 40 million Ghana cities for WASI, but it is a process. We will pay them. Okay. That's the Education Minister, Dr. Yawasiya Duchu. Meanwhile, in the Ashanti region, a husband has prevented his wife from writing the exams. Let's go on the line and speak with my colleague, Emmanuel Brightquick, who has been following this for us. Really, Emmanuel, uh, what's the backstory? Tell us more. All right, so MFR, um, I've been monitoring the situation here in the Ashanti region. I've been to two centers so far um, in the Asakore Mampo municipality and the Okoriko municipality, where um, I was told by officials over there that they've been recording some um, absenteeism over there. So I inquired. Um, it was actually from some officials um, from the Ghana National Association of Teachers who were monitoring the situation. So I asked them um, what the assessment so far, where one of the officials um, told me um, they, 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 they realized that in a particular center, one of the students did not come. Be- and when they inquired, they were told that the husband prevented the, the, the lady from sitting 
for this exam that happened that that's, it happened yesterday so some of them do not have reason some of them they have traveled abroad some of them too they are married and then they don't want to come and write they are married yes um yesterday there was an instance that a lady is married and then the husband doesn't want her to come and write the exam so she did not come but are you and then also i also observed one lady yesterday that she was pregnant and also writing the exam and that was recommendable she was bold she came to write the paper okay so with the one regarding um the husband not allowing her come to write exam is there any reason or have you taken any measures to find out this we just found out yesterday so we are here to see or meet the parents or the head if the head can show us the lady did not come at all so we do i don't even know where she is or where she is and the teacher also could not find out where she was Rather sad situation there. Here in Accra, my colleague Jackie and Sumayeboa has been interacting with some candidates who are happy about their papers so far. All right. So um, today is the third paper. How was it for you? It was fantabulous. Fantabulous. I was super happy when I saw the questions. Okay. Like, I was overjoyed. Everything he taught us came from practicals to essay parts. Everything came. So... I'm, I believe I'll get nine ones, and I'll make my parents proud. Like, like, very beautiful. Some of the questions came, and we could answer. I and my colleagues, we could answer very much. Yeah. All right. Uh, today is your third paper. What paper did you write today? Science. Science. Yes. Um, how was it for you? Good. Good. Yeah. Did you encounter any challenges along the line? Small. Like the the 1D. It was really tough there. Well, my colleague Jackie and Sumayawa joins us live. I'm sure she's been reminiscing also about her days when she wrote the BC. But Jackie, what's the situation today? Okay, so Alyssa, currently I am at St. Paul's Lutheran School and they just finished with the first paper for today, which is integrated science. And for this sense, they have 10 schools and the candidates here are 148. So uh, earlier on, I went to two other centers, which is Kwashiman and... Um, one as a dog or no, but that place we couldn't talk to the students because when we got there, uh, they were writing their papers. So, as you heard earlier, we've already spoken to the students, and it looks like some of them encountered a couple of challenges along the line with today's um, questions. What papers exactly are they writing today? We know RME and English yesterday. What's what's the situation? Today? So today they are writing integrated science, and when it's one, they will be writing and um, they'll be writing. Ghanaian language and culture. Okay. Well, Jackie, keep monitoring that for us. Thank you. That's my colleague Jackie and Suma Yeboa. Away from writing exams, the Member of Parliament for Ningo Pram Pram, Sam Nate George, is accusing the Chopoli Police Commander of failing to prosecute some police officers arrested for stealing building materials worth $7 million from the abandoned Saglemi affordable housing project. Speaking on the AM show, Sam George indicated that his constituents caught policemen stealing building materials for the construction of the project from the site. Over $7 million of building material, listen up, $7 million has been stolen by this government. Under the watch of this government, they abandoned the site, put national security and police officers on the site that were protecting the site. And $7 million worth of building material that was left in there to complete tiles, cables, pipes, $7 million stolen. Look. My boys kept complaining and telling me that, honorable, the police guys that government has put here are stealing. I said, it's not true. 
One of the days... Wait, 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 you're saying the police themselves stole those The so-called police and national security were put there. I'm telling you the story. 1 a.m., my guys called me and said, Honorable, we've been telling you you said we're alive, so now we've arrested, we've caught them. I drove to the site. At 1 a.m., so-called police officers with a Kia Bongo truck had loaded tiles, sanitary wares, toilet bowls and all from the sites. We took them to the Chopoli police station. From there, we marched them on to the Tema Regional Command. That case has died. Because the guys may be clear to me, honorable, who were sent by our commanders to come and take the things. When well, we know that the Public Procurement Authority has given the all clear for a private entity to be engaged to complete the project at no extra cost to the state. Listen to the Works and Housing Minister, Francis Asen Subwachi. Earlier, I had come out to announce a cabinet decision. Government thought it would be a good idea to invite a private sector entity to come in and invest. A, a private sector entity that has the financial standing and also the technical know-how mm. to be able to change the whole project and make it attractive okay but the minority already says the move will be resisted here's some george once again because government has not acquitted and discharged itself mm. completely to the loyal owners of the land that land does not belong to government and so we are we are we are we are fortified by the laws of this land to say that until government discharges its responsibilities and obligations under the lease agreement, you cannot go and take a lease agreement from government, a government land, and say you are going to do public, uh, a public project and convert it to private project on your own. No, the president doesn't have that power. And we must begin to let the president know that he is not a monarch. He holds power in trust for the people. And so that's why we are saying that any private developer who thinks he's coming there because his colleagues in government have told him go, and go in front for it. And look, this whole talk about we are going to give it to a private contractor, mm? it is just another create, loot, and keep. This is not create, loot, and share. Create, loot, and keep by the kleptocrats, the thieves in the Kufado government. Ningo Prom Prom MP, Sam George. Now, after several pushbacks, the University Teachers Association of Ghana, UTAC, has accepted organized labor's decision to allow the finance ministry restructure some 31 billion CDs in bonds owed to the various pension funds. Organized labor has in the past few months rejected government's attempt to restructure the terms of the pension funds bonds as part of the domestic debt exchange program. But the union has in a recent statement made a U-turn after some consultations with the fund managers on the terms of the new exchange memorandum. Finance Minister Ken Ofriata says the exchange is crucial for the economy. Um, so there's about um, uh, maybe 29 billion um, of pension fund money uh, in which we sat with union and agreed that, you know, given where we are as a nation, something ought to be done, the interest that we are, we are paying so that there will be fiscal space. Um, then the question was, how do you do it? And that's where we agreed to um, discuss mutually sustainable ways in which you get the economy stronger. Uh, because, Doc, in a, in a period of high inflation, that money is worth less than it is. And so what do we do to create a macro environment that brings value to that and that the city uh, is, also, is also strong? Um, so we look at the pension funds and maybe 70% of it it's in government securities. Uh, and then also a lack of creativity. You look at other um, pension funds and they're invested in airports and toll uh, roads, etc., uh, which then brings real investment, which also, um, so the question then is, how do we open up the space 
That's Finance Minister Ken Oferiata. Let's take a look at Organized Labour's position. My colleague James Aveji joins me in studio. James, uh, what reason did Organized Labour give for finally agreeing to the restructuring? Three reasons. First is that the Finance Ministry has given the assurance that although the maturity periods of the bonds uh, will uh, held in trust by the pension fund managers will be extended, the principals will not suffer any major haircut. Second, is that there is a window of opportunity for the fund managers to trade their principals on the secondary bond market. And finally, is the assurance that their coupons on uh, other maturity and other maturities would be paid promptly. And so it is in view of all of this that uh, organized labor thinks that the new terms are better than the ones that they have rejected earlier. And so what is left now is for the fund managers to go ahead and sign on to these new terms. Okay. And we know that UTAG, um, the UTAG president, Professor Solomon Nuno, has been speaking to us and they say the decision to okay the deal was based on the advice of both organized labor and the fund managers. Um, initial discussions we have held today uh, with the fund managers uh, direct us to this belief. And that is why we said that in the current terms as we saw the document, then it will be good for us to accept it in this current state. So if you look at the whole thing, the fund managers, are, they are the financial advisors to these uh, labor unions and they advise us on how to make use of uh, our funds to ensure that our retirement will be a good one. So once the advice came, we felt that it's important that uh, we do respond in this particular way, and that is why we did so. But the fund managers are the professionals, and they have been advising us all through those discussions. So we believe that we are in a state that if we are okay with it, then once they expertly believe that it's okay for us to go ahead, we can do so. Which will mean that whatever decision the fund managers take at the end of the day, it has the blessings of UTAG. Yes, that is where we stand as at now. That's Professor Solomon Nunu, UTAG president. Let me take you to the court now where seven persons have been put before uh, the court by the prosecution in the case of stealing, running into millions of dollars and CDs at the residence of former sanitation minister Cecilia Abnadapa. Richard Kujunyako is on the Legal Affairs Desk here and joins us uh, on the line with more from what's happening in court. Richard, what can you report? A lot is happening. Five persons were initially put before the court by the prosecution based on the advice of the attorney general reviewed the earlier amended charge sheet and substituted it with a new one that drafted in two more persons. So father of patients, Boche, who there were allegations he was given 50,000 Ghana cities by her daughter was discharged by the court because he wasn't part of the accused persons in the amended charge sheet filed and substituted duly. So he goes free for now. Out of the seven persons, six are being represented by lawyers for loyalty or the prosecution's case is that the court should grant them more time to enable them and cover more in the investigation so they could come in the words of the prosecution properly before the court. So according to the prosecution, they were able to effect two more arrests, locate four houses and retrieve two Honda Acura vehicles valued at 600,000 cities after just five days within the last agenda. Then he also announced that the AG is on standby to take up the case as soon as they are done with their investigations. But lawyers for the accused uh, person pleaded with the court to grant them bail because they are credible people to stand in assurities and would be ready to produce the accused anytime the court leaves them. They make the point that all these accused persons are innocent until proven guilty and should their innocence um, be established, then the justice system wouldn't have been fair to them. In fact, lawyer for Sarah J, the lactating mother, Augustine Jemphy, indicated that the prosecution is only on a fishing expedition and employing all schemes 
to keep the accused in their custody. More so, he says, the lactating mother is being denied bonding with a child and nothing can compensate for that thing. So the court session has come to an end and the accused uh, Sarai J has been granted bail in the sum of 1 million Ghana cities with three uh, sureties to afford, with three justification, but the other five have been granted, have been uh, remanded into police custody. So the case comes back to court on the 22nd of August. Okay. Well, um, I don't know if I missed that, but I, I heard you mention that one of the accused persons had been set free or so. P- clarify that for us. So that is um, the father of um, Patience Boche, who uh, there were allegations that he was given 50,000 Ghana cities in the sum of money that is alleged to have been stolen. So he was granted bail because he was not part of uh, the newly amended charge. So he was not an accused anymore. Thank you very much. That's Richard Kojonyako, a member of our Legal Affairs Desk. And there's more of that on myjoinonline.com. Now, Mahini of Esikado, Nana Kobnanketia, says the public must know the full voting records of their MPs, especially on the approval of loan agreement. The traditional ruler was speaking at a public forum as part of events to mark 30 years of parliamentary democracy in Takrade. According to the Omahini, Parliament cannot continue to approve all loan agreement put before it and refuse to accept part of the responsibility for the country's current debt crisis. In fact, sometimes I even ask myself, should they sit in parliament based on party? One is Papa Usankoma and the other one is Jogate. I would like to even see their voting record. We are in debt. How many of those loans did they vote for? And why did they vote for it? And what is parliament doing? We are in serious debt. And every time they will bring the loan, parliament votes and they will accept the debts. It's as if they are that's uh, the Cicado, um, Paramount Chief there. Well, the speaker we know is currently taking questions from the ordinary person and that will be available uh, subsequently. Also, you can look out for it on myjoyonline.com. This is the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM. We'll be taking a quick break. We'll return with sport. Remember that the Midday News is proudly sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. Also brought to you by Petrosol, your clean for in full quantity. We've been hearing from the education minister as he sets in motion processes to sanction heads of schools violating laid down procedures in the ongoing BEC including the Budwata headmaster who deprived two final year students from writing via exams. We have sports and then alleged fugitive and pedophile accused of sexually assaulting 12 minors in two years remanded into police custody for a week. Somebody who has left the jurisdiction before, we cannot be sure he will not escape. But the last time he was arrested, I was here, I was still very young. People went behind the scene and took the victims away so we couldn't get anybody to testify. Many thanks for your company. Time for sports. Danny Cranting is here. Hi, Mafa. We're just about six weeks to the start of the new Ghana Premier League season as Sante Kotoko head coach Prosper Nate Ogum fears his side may not be ready in time for the opening weeks. Kotoko begin their pre-season training later today in Beposo with some new faces set to join the existing squad. The Porcupine Warriors will host Pando Hearts of Lions in their opening game of the 2023-24 season and Ogum isn't optimistic about their readiness. If you have six weeks, and especially where we are having 
to blend old and new where we have about 10 or so players coming in uh, what it means is that it will it will take some time by the start of the season we may not be at the level that we want what this means is that whilst we play our first second third fourth and fifth games we'll still be in a pre-season that is an indirect pre-season so it will still give us the opportunity to put the team together you hear Asante Kotoko, head coach Prosper Nate Uden speaking there. That's all for sports. Back to you. And it looks like we have an apology now for Lauren James. Uh, we see. <laughs> yeah, we and uh, we see if uh, Michelle Alozi will actually accept it after that backstabbing. Well, with barely three weeks to the much anticipated Super Delegate Congress, where 10 aspirants will be narrowed down to five, a surge of endorsements is sweeping through the ranks of the NPP. Founding members, influential figures within the NPP, and respected chiefs are stepping into the spotlight to openly throw their support behind their favoured candidates. But this surge of endorsements is raising questions about their true impact and significance. Samuel Mbura of our political desk has more. Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia's camp takes the lead as Minister for Local Government and Rural Development. Dan Butri emphatically declared Baumia as the party's top contender for victory. NPP is going to win 2024. Based on my knowledge and experiences in the parties, I have come to conclude that Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is the right person who holds the future of this party. So please, I will urge all of you to come out together to vote for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Flag bearer vetting committee member and Equiapian South MP, Obi Amwa, shared similar sentiments with his constituents. I am convinced that the message from the grassroots is for us to go and vote for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. In the Ashanti region, the endorsement spotlight shines on Alan Chamantin with Paramount Chief of Ejiso, Nana Frane Okesi IV, wholeheartedly backing his son's pursuit of the MPP's flag bearer position. I urge all of you to stand by him and support him for these elections. He has already won. He shall emerge victorious. Former Agric Minister Dr. Wuse Free reveals that founding fathers of the MPP in the Ashanti region are firmly aligned with his candidacy. Six out of the seven surviving founding fathers in Ashanti called on me. We had about an hour of interaction and uh, very positive in terms of my uh, endorsing my candidature and with a promise that definitely on the 26th of the of uh, august in the super delegates their votes will be for me yet the question remains how influential are these endorsements in shaping the electoral landscape political marketing expert Kobe Mensah explains. Relevance is in the in the matter of whether people will believe. One is credibility, one is test that a lot of people are going that way. So now, Deputy Railway Development Minister Kwekwa Santibuatin says he was disrespected by the camp of Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia when he campaigned in the Ashanti region. Emmanuel Bright Kweku has more, has been following the Idru Wusu campaign tour in the Ashanti region. Rousing welcome by delegates and pro-Alan supporters as a former trades minister began his tour in the region. 
Deputy Railway Development Minister Kweku Asante Boateng announced his vehement support after he claimed to have been dejected by the Baumia camp. When Vice President Baumia came to Sankari, we decided to go welcome him and some members of his team. None of them greeted me when I extended a handshake. And also my colleague Samuel Kojo Brace of our political desk has more from the Jogate camp who is confident of securing a spot in the final five. I want to be president so I can bless the people of Ghana. And I will pray that God will bless me so that I can bless them. As a ruling new patriotic party gears up for its special delegate congress, former Railways Development Minister Jogate is intensifying his campaign to lead the party into the 2024 general elections. He says he is confident of being part of the last five to head towards the main delegates congress. But be rest assured that God willing, I said be rest assured as God willing, as long as the sun rises and the sun sets, when we vote for the special delegates congress, Jogati will be among the first five. During his tenure as a railways minister, he played a pivotal role in the construction of the railway line from Tema to Impakadan, featuring a steel bridge over the Volta Lake, enhancing connectivity and trade opportunities for the nation. That's Samuel Kajabrace's report. Now, 35-year-old alleged fugitive and pedophile is standing trial at the Wa Secute Court over 11 counts of sexually assaulting 12 minors in the Wa municipality in the Upper West Region. My colleague Rafiq Salam has more. It is a case of public interest and residents of Wa trunk and flooded the forecourt of the Wa Secute Court. 35-year-old popular local master of ceremony for weddings, Rashid Ahmed, better known by his fans as Anata faces 11 counts of sexual assault at the World Sacred Court. He was motionless, wore frown, and clattered his teeth as the facts of all 11 counts were read to him. Anata denied the offenses. Most of the alleged sexual assault took place at his house and the rest in the bush where they leaned on his motorbike for the amorous and beastly act. Principal State Attorney 